asteroids bigger than one kilometer across that get close to Earth. That is, those capable of massive destruction. And because the hunt for these objects has continued since then, that percentage is even higher today. It is crucial we keep searching the skies. Not only would we like to find all the asteroids bigger than one kilometer across, it is also a good idea to find the slightly smaller, but still pretty big asteroids that are out there. Asteroid hunters are currently working towards the second target, finding 90% of the asteroids bigger than 140 meters across that get close to Earth. These objects are big enough to decimate a medium-sized country, and so far only about 30% of these have been found. Asteroid hunting is our responsibility to the rest of the planet. We are the only species able to understand calculus or build telescopes. The poor dinosaurs didn't stand a chance, but we do. If we found a hazardous asteroid with enough early warning, we could nudge it out of the way. Unlike earthquakes, hurricanes, or volcanic eruptions, asteroid impacts are a natural disaster that can be precisely predicted and, with enough time, entirely prevented. As you will see, finding asteroids is a complex task that requires teamwork and patience. Asteroid hunters spend long nights on remote mountains with only skunks and owls to keep them company. We use a robotic telescope that orbits Earth, diligently imaging the sky every 11 seconds. We send data to a centralized archive called the Minor Planet Center. And all this work is managed from a nondescript building in Washington, D.C. by NASA's Planetary Defense Coordination Office, an unusual place that combines the futuristic work of defending Earth from asteroids with the bureaucratic reality of operating within the U.S. government. But let's back up a bit. What exactly is an asteroid? Asteroids are commonly thought of as the rocky and metallic leftovers of the planet-building phase of our solar system. There are millions of them. The biggest are hundreds of kilometers across, while the smallest tracked ones are mere meters wide. Even smaller ones than that certainly exist, but are too tiny to see with today's telescopes. To the casual eye, asteroids are gray or brown. Some are light in color, and some are so dark they look black. Most asteroids travel around the sun alone, but some have asteroid moons. A few have two moons. So far, we've never seen one with three moons, but that doesn't mean we never will. There are beautiful images of asteroids taken by spacecraft or radar imaging. Asteroids are generally lumpy. Like a Rorschach test, what you think an asteroid looks like often says more about you than the asteroid. Americans often default to potato-shaped. In fact, asteroid 88705 is named Potato. After the Chinese spacecraft Chang'e 2 took photographs of one asteroid, the mission scientists published a paper called The Ginger-Shaped Asteroid 4179 Totatus. After the Japanese spacecraft Hayabusa imaged asteroid 25143 Itakawa, mission scientists compared its shape to a sea otter, describing a distinct head and body. Where do asteroids live? Most asteroids reside in the main belt between Mars and Jupiter and never get close to Earth. Their orbits around the Sun haven't changed much over billions of years. Small in astronomical terms, they are quite large when viewed from a human perspective. One of the biggest is a main belt object called Vesta, and it is 525 kilometers across. It's got roughly the same surface area as Pakistan. Although it contains millions of asteroids, the main belt isn't at all the crowded place that you're probably picturing. I blame that misconception on that scene from The Empire Strikes Back, where Han Solo plunges the Millennium Falcon into an asteroid field to evade the pursuing empire. Princess Leia exclaims, you're not actually going into an asteroid field. Han Solo replies, they'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? Our heroes are dodging asteroids, which are flying in every direction, and the pursuing bad guys are being taken out one by one by collisions. C-3PO says, 
Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. And Han, who's really selling these lines, says, never tell me the odds. Clearly, I love that scene. I've also maintained that asteroids are the real heroes of that movie. After all, it's the asteroids that take out the bad guys. The Millennium Falcon is just getting out of the way. But the real odds of safely navigating the asteroid belt in our solar system are a whole lot better. Asteroid scientists love comparing the asteroid field in The Empire Strikes Back to our own main belt. José Luis Galache did a back-of-the-envelope calculation on the same topic that appeared in the New York Times. It's pretty much one-to-one. NASA has done this successfully many times, starting with Pioneer 10, which launched in 1972, to the Juno mission, which reached Jupiter in 2016. Although there are millions of asteroids in the main belt, the fact is that each one is very small compared to the enormity of space. If you were to take all of the known asteroids and squash them...